What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR. Dot .fm. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the backwards combat- compatibility conundrum with WPCLI. And joining us for this conversation is someone who knows quite a bit about WPCLI, the lead contributor for WPCLI of XWP. I'd like to welcome Alon Schlesser. Alon, welcome to Press This. Hi, David. Uh, hello, and uh, great to be here. Thank yeah, you great for to having be- me. It's so glad to have you. And this is uh, at least your second time on this show. Uh, We've been uh, asking you questions about WPCLI over the years and uh, really enjoy having you on. Um, For those listening, WPCLI is a critical part of the WordPress ecosystem, particularly around automation and workflows and other aspects of WordPress builds. And um, what we're going to be covering today is Alon's thoughts on what has been accomplished with WPCLI over the last year, uh, what backwards compatibility changes lay ahead. You know, backwards compatibility is a huge part of, of the benefit of WordPress, but also the challenge of software developers. And of course, how those challenges are being addressed. And Alon's gonna share a little bit about ways you can contribute to WPCLI towards the end. So I'm really looking forward to the interview. Um, so Alon, I'll ask you the same question I ask every guest, and I've asked you this before, but I want you to tell it again, if you could, uh, could you tell me about your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? Um, yeah, so my origin story is, uh, like most WordPress stories starts with, a with a smaller detour. I, um, worked, um, in, as a government agent in Luxembourg. 
And at one point, I really got fed up with the politics of everything. I wanted to do something else with my life, uh, trying a different career. And um, I decided to do freelancing development uh, because I had already done development before, but I never, never did it uh, as a freelancer. And uh, when it was time to actually decide on what to focus on, I um, just looked at what was out there and what had, had the biggest market share at the time. That happened to be WordPress, as we all know. Um, and uh, I just started with WordPress development because I um, thought that it would be the easiest one to get clients as a fresh freelancer who starts from zero. Oh, you and I uh, chose WordPress as the platform of choice for the same reason. I remember a great debate <laughs> in my agency between Drupal and WordPress. And I think at the time, Drupal was the correct choice, but it wasn't what people were calling about. So I was like, oh, we'll go with the WordPress mm. one. Um, but uh, this was uh, 2010, you know, right at the cusp of uh, custom post types and meta fields. And I'm just wondering when you were making this decision, what, what year roughly was this? Um, that was 2014, uh, summer of 2014, and I think WordPress was around um, version 3.2 3. or something like that, if I remember correctly. I'm not okay. sure, to be honest. So for you as a freelance developer, the benefit of custom post types had already been released, and so you were kind of walking into this ecosystem and, and seeing those capabilities. Uh, WPCLI was still another two years away, though. Uh, so I'm guessing it didn't fully answer everything you needed as a developer, but, uh, you know, it's great to see you managing that, that project now. Um, now I understand you do work with XWP and we're, we're um, uh, tell me what XWP does and what you do there. Uh, so XWP is, um, an agency focusing on high performance, um, enterprise-grade uh, WordPress uh, projects. Um, the main focus is on performance, but non, not only in terms of how fast the site loads, but also how well it meets your business objectives. Um, I'm working with XWP for two and a half years now, approximately. And during that time, I have been uh, working on the AMP for WordPress plugin and then the page experience for WordPress plugin together with Google. Well, those sound like meaty projects. I'm definitely familiar with AMP. I haven't, uh, for WordPress, I haven't played around with page experience yet, but I know, you know, XWP, we've had a few folks from XWP actually on press this. Uh, I, they do some really, really cool projects. It sounds like you're getting to work on some of the, the coolest ones. So that's awesome. Um, relative to our topic for the show though today, WPCLI, um, from the high level, I'm assuming there's going to be some listeners that have no idea what WPCLI is. I was wondering if you could frame it up for folks so they could understand what WPCLI is. Yeah, sure. Uh, so WordPress has its admin backend where you do all the maintenance of the site, where you make the changes, where you configure the options. And WPCLI is a different interface to controlling your WordPress site. It is a, an interface that you can use from the command line so you type commands uh, in text form to control your site. Um, it allows you to do everything the admin backend does and more. And um, by using the command line, 
um, that happens to be a much more expressive interface than the admin backend. You can solve for a lot of problems that um, that are very specific to your to your use cases where there is no pre-made user interface element in the admin backend. You can just mix and match the WPCLI commands to solve these problems anyway. And then as a step further, anything you can do with WPCLI, you can also put it into a script and automate it. Um, so you can automate all of your management processes and you can even execute them remotely. Uh, so there's a lot of power by going to a text-based uh, interface and WPCLI allows you to do that with WordPress. Wow, that was really elegant. I, I think you have another career in marketing along. Um, that was a, a very nice way of framing up WCLI. I've never ever heard it described that way. That was very good. Um, okay, so um, in my view, and I have you know a little cheat sheet for the uh, the the timeline of uh, key moments in, in WordPress history that I use when I hear people's origin stories to like ask them about when they entered and what was going on at the time. And WPCLI is actually one of the, the, the key moments in WordPress history that I that call out here um, back in 2016 in, in the timeline view I, I maintain. And so I think it's super important. Um, and I know that you know there's this push to get more and more features and capabilities released, but I'm just curious um, relative, like to say, the recent batch of releases, uh, relative to features or refactoring or whatever, what were you most excited about in recent releases? Um, so one uh, very exciting feature is the addition of a of a global context switch. We have uh, for for since the tool was built, there was always discussion about the context in which the tool should execute. If it should execute as a front-end process or an admin process or something in between. And all of the approaches always came with their own set of problems. So there was never really a, a clean solution. And um, the way WPCLI executes by default is this weird mixture that is neither an admin process nor a front-end process. Um, for, for historical reasons, but that means that some processes that check whether uh, the current request is an admin request, for example, they will then automatically fail. Uh, this happens most notoriously with uh, premium plugins and themes when you run to run their updates. So usually you will see that those updates, they work in the admin backend but with WPCLI, the admins are not, the updates are not visible or they don't work as expected. That is because the custom logic that, um, that manages these updates for each plugin, they check for the admin process to not slow down the front end, of course, and that automatically excludes WPSLI. So now with this new context flag, you can choose the context in which to run for, and that allows you to switch the context into an admin context, for example, when you do a plugin update, and then all of a sudden, all of the premium integrations, they work just, ex just as expected. This is oh, a very okay. exciting, uh, sorry, this is a very exciting new feature that was, um, uh, that was built in uh, collaboration uh, with Cloudways and that we're currently testing in a, in a phase where it is not on by default, so you need to manually use it, but this auto version will become uh, the default in the next iteration. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, I could see why you would be excited about that. I think it's really clever that you were thinking like, okay, is it going to be front end or admin? But really by giving the developer the choice gives you the ability to kind of solve for, for or at least the developer to solve for multiple use cases at once. Um, I could see why you'd be excited about that, particularly uh, thinking about that hero use case of not being able to run updates for premium plugins. That's a pretty common use case. I can imagine yes. many, many others that would I... kind of cascade out of that. I do have some questions though, kind of about, you know, kind of breaking into the roadmap and thinking about backwards compatibility considerations, uh, but we're going to mm -hmm. take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm in the middle of interviewing Alon Schlesser about WPCLI and some backward compatibility conundrums. Alon, right before the break, you were sharing about your favorite feature for WPCLI recently, which was the global context switching via the flag for whether it be a front end or uh, admin process. And I thought that was really clever. I, were you, anything you wanted to add to that before I kind of go into the kind of future roadmap and backwards compatibility? Um, yeah, I wanted to add, I'm look, really looking forward to that because that is probably one of the um, most frequent support requests that WPCLI is getting. Why are the updates not working in WPCLI when they do in the admin backend? <laughs> yeah, that, that premium plugin repo process thing rears its head in a lot of different places I find in, in WordPress. But yeah, I could see where that being a core capability where people are like, why the heck doesn't it do this? It's so basic to WordPress. Um, that's, that's amazing. Um, as you think about the future of WPCLI, and I want to want to bring in backwards compatibility considerations in a second. But what would be like the top two or three features you're excited about for the future? Uh, so what I have been planning for quite a while now is to completely overhaul the scaffolding of WPCLI. Uh, the scaffolding command is is a command that uses templates to let you generate code, like generate an empty theme, generate an empty plugin. 
and I want to completely overhaul it to be less of a, of a getting started tool and more of a constant development helper like it is in the Laravel space with the autism command, where every uh, concept that is used in WordPress development would have its own command to generate the canonical version of it. And that would not only drastically uh, accelerate development, it would also be a tremendous learning tool and help shape the overall quality in, in the WordPress space. Ooh, that one does sound really nice. And I can also start to imagine where backwards compatibility might be playing a, a friction force <laughs> there. Uh, any other like roadmap features? That was a pretty good one. Any others you want to add? Um, there's also work uh, currently being done on a rewrite of the uh, profile command, which is still a third party command. It is not bundled yet. But as soon as that rewrite is finished, um, I also want to bundle that command so that everyone has an easy way of profiling uh, their website requests and seeing in, in what actions and in what, fil what filters the main performance bottlenecks are stuck. Ooh, that's another good one. Okay, so you've got two juicy roadmap items. I'm sure more than just that, of course, as you're thinking about the future and other contributors are thinking about the future. Um, but obviously backwards compatibility is a big thing in WordPress. So what considerations are weighing on your mind as you think about your ability to deliver on that roadmap? Yeah, um, WPCLI is um, by the way it, it, it works, its internals work is directly tied to the backwards compatibility policy of WordPress core. Right now, WordPress core um, is still supporting a minimum of PHP 5.6. WPCLI does so as well. And um, there is a policy for WPCLI that whatever the minimum of WordPress is, whenever that changes, WPCLI will delay that change for at least a year to give everyone the chance to use WPCLI to migrate from the old sites to the new sites. Um, and because WPCLI is usually the tool that you use for migrating away from old sites, it needs to still work on these old sites. So WPCLI can never lead the, um, the approach in supporting newer versions of PHP and, and, and things like that. Um, because it would then fail its main purpose, which is to, to get access to the old sites and allow you to port them over. So in that regard, it's really tough to, um, to do the development in WPCLI in a way that keeps the code fresh and maintainable, but still sticks to this very low uh, PHP minimum requirement with WordPress core. Uh, which is causing more and more troubles. When do you or do you know when Core would raise the minimum version number of five point six next? Do you have a bead? Is it because five point six is is quite a few versions past, and it's difficult to maintain that far back? Do you have a bead on on when more recent versions would would be the minimum? Um, I honestly cannot tell. I um, invested a lot of work into the Server Happy project, where I helped build a lot of mechanisms to make it technically feasible for WordPress core to move quickly towards newer versions of PHP. Uh, at this point, all, all of the technical um, prerequisites are there. It's just a matter of taking the decision. And um, 
I, I cannot say when that will happen um, because it was already planned for quite a while, but um, so far um, nothing has happened yet. And so from the moment it happens though, you have a year after that when WPCLI can raise its minimum supported PHP version. Are there other parts of the software stack or languages or whatever that also kind of weigh down as you think about your ability to deliver on the roadmap? Or is it mainly PHP? It is, um, yeah, it, in terms of backwards compatibility, it right. is mainly, uh, mainly PHP. Um, the uh, WPSLI is built in PHP and in Gherkin and in uh, shell scripts. So Gherkin is a testing language that is not really uh, an issue. And the shell scripts, they haven't changed for 20 years. I don't think they will be a problem anytime soon. What is the impact? Like, obviously, keeping software compatible with very old versions of PHP is challenging, but like, help me understand, like, how is it challenging? What is, what is a trade-off you have to make because of sticking to uh, support for 5.6? Um, supporting 5.6 by itself is not that big of a deal. It's just one version of the language and it was an uglier language at that time, but still a very usable one. The problem is if you also want to be able to run on the newest version of PHP as well. So you need to cover that entire spectrum. And as long as we're not raising the minimum version, we're just adding more and more versions that we need to support. And with PHP right now, the cadence is that every year there's a new major version that comes out. So they're calling it minor versions, but in terms of features, they are major versions. And uh, the last few releases have seen bigger and more radical changes in the language. And uh, right now it's really hard to um, build a more low level, um, more low level uh, constructions in a way that you work both on 5.6 and on 8.2 at the same time. And it will only get worse over time. And what, what adds to that is that the tooling that you need um, to work in PHP. You need to run unit tests, you need to run functional tests and so on and so forth. All of this tooling, it sticks, it sticks to the PHP cadence. And uh, for something with PHP unit, uh, for example, it is uh, very hard now to write your tests in such a way that the tests themselves work across all of the versions of PHP unit you need to use to cover all of these PHP versions. Okay, so it's the weight of all these multiple um, cohorts, if you will, of PHP types, unit tests, and then I'm guessing you're also probably struggling with, you know, how you're using functions in different versions as new functions become available and are deprecated, and it, it sounds like the collection of all that extra work is, is friction that weighs down uh, your ability to deliver new features. Does that sound fair? Um, yeah, um, there's also, um, uh, PHP is getting more and more strict. So where before, when you needed to map multiple versions of PHP and you could just keep your code vague so that it didn't hit any of the problems, uh, from one version or the other, um, that is getting harder and harder now because, uh, PHP throws loads of notices and warnings and deprecation issues 
for the most uh, for the tiniest details right now. And sometimes that means you create a function that you need to then build multiple times and have a mechanism to pull in the right version of that function, depending on which version of PHP you're running in, which exponentially increases the, the maintenance effort of everything. Yeah, so. that totally makes sense. All right. Well, I want to kind of start to explore a little bit about you know how you address it and maybe even your thoughts on how WordPress in general could, could do better at you know addressing backwards compatibility. Um, but we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of talking to Alon Schlesser about the backwards compatibility conundrum with WPCLI. <laughs> I should have chosen a less uh, tongue twister title for this show, but uh, here we are. Um, Alon. It's a good one. Yeah, I like it. I'll have to say it three times fast before it's over. Um, <laughs> But okay, so before the break, you were talking about kind of this exponential maintenance issue as you start to deal with with multiple versions of PHP. And I don't know if this makes you feel any better, Alon, but like 100% of WP Engine's customers are in patched and modern versions of PHP. We force those updates, but obviously not everybody does, right? Not every host does, not everyone that hosts a website does those things. And so this creates just oceans of sites out there that out of date soft uh, PHP versions or even WordPress, certainly plugins. And so this, this nature of WordPress, you know, um, and, and this, this idea of backwards compatibility is part of WordPress's strength and its popularity. As a matter of fact, you said it yourself, WPCLI has to lag because it's doing a job for people that need to upgrade. And so that's, that's a good thing, right? That's a good part of that dynamic. Um, but I'm just wondering on what your thoughts are around how either WPCLI or WordPress as a whole could improve on keeping those good parts um, and maybe avoiding more of the bad parts like the exponential maintenance requirements uh, of backwards compatibility. What are your thoughts on that writ large? Yeah, I think uh, right now we're at a point where WordPress is doing its user base a disservice by... Um, by sticking to that very extreme backwards compatibility approach that it has right now regarding PHP. Um, because um, all signs seem to be pointing towards the fact that uh, we will slowly enter a phase where we cannot possibly keep WordPress running 
on the latest versions of PHP anymore, which is a real problem. And um, we, we would need a lot of time to work on the compatibility because the changes are, uh, there's many more changes happening in PHP nowadays. And um, the only way to solve this is to have a continuous approach of adapting to the PHP cycle. It can lag behind PHP, but it cannot possibly be, ha uh, be having a lower velocity than PHP. That will just make the problem worse and worse over time. So it needs to match the velocity of PHP, even if it has a multi-year lag uh, behind it. And then uh, we need to ensure that we, uh, we can keep everything, the, the tooling, the testing tooling and so on, up to date enough so that we can always work on supporting the latest version of PHP. Because as it looks right now, PHP 9 will probably be uh, the first version, as it looks now, that WordPress will not be, not be possible to adapt to if we don't change the approach right now. So it so, sounds like uh, this. Hopefully. Oh, go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, it sounds like this exponential problem that you're dealing with on WPCLI is kind of co compounding, if you will, throughout WordPress. And it's kind of rearing its head, if you will, with like the challenges you mentioned for PHP 9. Um, and so that makes sense in terms of like this, this force kind of moving WordPress to have to be better about maintaining or matching that velocity so they don't fall too far behind, so WordPress doesn't fall too far behind in PHP versions. Um, in, in the last couple of minutes here, I, I know that there's a lot of challenges with backwards compatibility. I know you've been delivering great features and you want to deliver more. And like, I've seen a rush of contributors to Gutenberg and like, I just feel like this, I, I would not do a service unless we did WPCLI, a little love in this podcast for contributors. Um, how can people contribute to WPCLI to help keep this really important part of WordPress alive and thriving? Um, so first of all, we have on the makewordpress.org uh, Slack team, we have a CLI channel. Um, so you can just hop on that channel and say hi and uh, ask questions. And if you want to get started, there's always people that are happy to help you onboard into, into WPCLI contributions. And there's also the website makewordpress.org slash CLI, which is the entry point for all of the documentation and links to uh, good first issues and, and so on and so forth. And then ideally, you would join one of the uh, WordCamp contributor days that are happening now again. Um, I'm, I'm really glad about that because during these contributor days, people can actually help you get set up with your own machine to do proper local development with, with WPCLI because sometimes the onboarding uh, is the uh, most difficult hurdle that people have to, to get started. Yeah, I can attest to that, knowing a few friends who had gotten into contributing and what they overcame. I know uh, there's quite a few people out there that have little courses and instructions. Of course, make that WordPress has stuff around that too, in terms of documentation. But that's a really good point on contributor days, helping with that aspect of that. Um, I also liked how you called out joining the Slack channel. It kind of reminds me of how Mike Little got involved with WordPress, answering what of uh, commenting on a, on a Mac Mullenweg blog post. Um, but that notion of contributing in a social context leading to something greater. 
Well, this was super cool, Alon. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So glad to have you here. If you'd like to check out more about what Alon is up to, please visit make.wordpress.org and look up the WPCLI side or find him in wordpress.org Slack in the WPCLI channel. Thanks everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.